there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome to Think Hope Podcast. I'm your hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, and I am here to facilitate your journey of hope. And on today's episode, we will talk about effective hope chats for mothers and others. And we're going to go over the seven steps of a successful hope chat that we affectionately call Ip Glee Woo. And that stands for identify, prepare, go, listen, encourage, empower, and wrap up. And we're going to talk about them from the standpoint of talking to young people. So this is good for parents. Uh, We honor our mothers as Mother's Day is, uh, this is the week of Mother's Day, and we're excited about that, about honoring our mothers, because I tell you, they are the ones that gave birth to us. And uh, I always say, you may not be a mother, but you, every one of us have mothers. We didn't just come here in a pod. <laughs> we came here uh, through the birth canal and the womb of our mothers. So, so we honor our mothers during this during this special time. So that's that's one of the reasons why uh, we're going to specifically talk about how, as a mother, you can uh, you can have these effective hope chats because oftentimes we don't know how to talk to our young people, and so that's why I said in others. So if you're not a mother, maybe you're a father, or maybe you have uh, children that you work with or you mentor. I just I really believe that 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 this show is going to help equip you and be able to bring hope to the next generation and that is so important. I was looking at some more of the recent statistics uh about the suicide rate because we know that's one of the indicators that we've been following uh and looking at uh some of the the things that's taken place in the United States of America and uh so the last statistics that I was looking at and I shared was the 24% increase between the years of 1999 through 2014. Well, I've lately I've been looking at some that uh that are 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 a little bit more um uh recent in that we're looking at now 2016. So this uh 2 years uh 2 years later and unfortunately, I cannot say that that things have turned around within those uh, within that time period, because uh, we still have suicide as the tenth leading cause of death in the U.S. And each year, 44,965 Americans die by suicide, and for every suicide, 25 people attempt so we don't you know just because they didn't uh didn't thank god that they did not uh uh uh, go through with it or somehow you know they were prevented from actually uh ending in death uh just the fact that we have 
people attempting suicide is is just you know is just horrendous and and as we continue to look at it uh concerning our our children and across both the male and female we see that that it continues to be a a problem that when it comes to suicide and suicide attempts uh there may be differences depending on demographic characteristics such as age gender et- or ethnicity and race nonetheless suicide occurs in all demographic groups and and it's you know it's just a sad thing so i believe that if we can start with our young people we can start with our children and we can begin to instill hope in them then we will be able to turn this around that when we see the statistics coming up from from this point on as we uh just launched this hope campaign and celebrated our very first uh whole month of of, uh, National Month of Hope in April, and as we're continuing to go forth declaring 2018 to be the year of hope, we believe we're going to turn this around. And it starts with our young people because our young people are our future. And uh, and we know that many of them in certain places uh, across the United States uh, don't even believe that they're going to live beyond 18. I, I heard a statistic once uh, not too long ago from some youth in Chicago, and we know that that is uh, what they might say the murder capital of the of the U.S. That so many so many violent um, deaths are taking place. Uh, within that within that particular uh city and um and and they were they were talking to some of the young people who were participating in all of this killing and gun violence and everything that's going on there and uh and and what they said and this this seemed to be the common theme among the ones that they were interviewing and that is they did not believe that they would live beyond 18 and so that's hopelessness and and so it may not be suicide but nevertheless it's having that attitude uh of yolo and and yolo we sometimes we say that oh yolo it stands for you only live once so therefore go ahead and live dangerously just do whatever you want to do and and forget about the consequences because there's no future there's no future and that's what we have to turn around and we have to begin to let our young people know that there is there is a future there is hope and a future for each and every one and as i always say uh we know that our hope those of us who are who have faith in and we are christians and we have faith in the lord jesus christ as our living hope that that we know that god has hope and a future for all of us but I also say that hope is non-sectarian. So even if you say you don't believe you're not a Christian, you can still have hope because hope is what will tell you that no matter how things are going, no matter how bad it may be, there's always tomorrow that things can get better. And that, that will give uh, the person a chance to live longer and to begin to uh, go, uh, you know, experience that journey, that journey of hope that oftentimes leads to them finding the Lord and finding Jesus who is hope personified. So, so we, you know, we're, but we're not saying that you have to get it from that way. We're saying that you need hope 
because statistics also show, and I read it uh, on several several um, weeks ago in one of the Think Hope podcasts, how we can only live three seconds without hope, and and that is why we are going to talk about today effective hope chats for mothers and others because we believe that through hope we can turn this around. We can help our young two find purpose and begin to believe that there is a reason to make right choices and decisions that will affect their their ability to be successful in life. And we're going to equip you today with the seven uh, steps in order, and we're going to go into a little bit more detail and talk about how when we use these seven steps, and we're talking particularly to young people, how we can do it and how we should do it and some of the results that, that we've been able to see. But before we do that, in keeping with Mother's Day, this is Mother's Day week, and I and as I was preparing for this Think Hope podcast, uh, I thought about my mother and the role she played in in helping me to turn my life around and the many hope chats that she had with me. So I want to play a clip from one of the interviews that I did when I was on the radio uh, hope tour, and this clip is from WMST in Lexington, Kentucky, and the host is named uh, Dan Manley. And so I'll share a clip where I was talking about my mother, and then we'll come back and we'll continue to talk about effective hope chats for mothers and others. (laughs) One thing about it, my mother never separated her love from me, and she was one of the main reasons why I can say today, may she rest in peace now, in heaven, uh, but I can say that her her continued unconditional love really helped me through some tough times. Dr. Rosalind uh, Tompkins, our guest this morning, uh, joining us from uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, she she heads up Mothers in Crisis, uh, an entity that has been around for uh, you know a couple of decades now. It's uh, a well, really, if you if you had to put a mission statement on uh, the organization, Rosin, what what is that mission statement? Well, it's it's evolved over the years, and so today it's it's very simple. We are on a mission to bring hope to individuals, to families, to communities, and nations. Yes, that is our mission. We are on a mission, and we have this hope campaign going. And uh, and as I was sharing, and it's sharing literally all over the United States, uh, doing the hope tour on last month. Uh, I oftentimes, especially whenever I was on a show, that I had time to talk because some of the shows it was like ten minutes, but others were forty-five minutes, thirty minutes. Uh, this particular one, I believe, it was. Uh, probably about 40-some minutes, and uh, then one, I was on for two hours. So the longer I was on, the more I got to tell uh, about my story of hope. And inevitably, I mentioned my mother, as I did at the top of this particular clip, and how she 
showed that unconditional love, and she was there for me. And that is one of the components uh, that we'll see when we're talking about seven steps to successful hope chats, and and especially when we're talking about uh, our our children. And when I say children, I'm not just talking about young people, you know, in the in the uh in the grade school, maybe grade school ages or what have you. I'm saying young adults is I mean, I was in my early twenties, uh, doing much of the time whenever I was going through so much because of my drug and alcohol addiction. So, you know, mother is always mother and and children are always children. It and it changes a little bit as they grow older and they're they become adults, but nevertheless, uh, we can have these hope chats with them and help them to navigate through some tough times. So I just wanted to just bring that in and just give honor to my mother, the late great uh, Louise Oates Clark, and may she rest in peace. Okay, so now we're going to go into some of the steps, and then I see uh, several of the Hope Squad members in queue and we'll bring you in to to join in the conversation and anyone else if you call in uh on the number that you'll see there on the website you call in and if you'd like to uh say something if you'd like to ask a question or make a comment all you have to do is press one and i'll see your hand raised in queue and then i'll bring you into the conversation that we're having about effective hope chats for mothers and others. So let's go ahead and get started with some of the the steps that we're talking about, and then we'll bring others in to the conversation. So number one is identify. Identify someone who needs hope. And let me say that oftentimes we don't realize what our children are facing especially in the schools today where there is bullying and there's always been peer pressure to do the wrong things and make the wrong decisions for drugs and alcohol and cigarettes and sex. I mean, so much that's going on. I'll never forget one time my daughter, she was um, she was in the fourth grade actually, and uh, well, I believe it's the fifth grade because she the next year she would be going to middle school and she got a note from one of the the little boys there um asking her about getting together with him in some kind of way and i, I thank god cuz cuz it it was always so such a blessing to me how i would find out about what was going on in her life that one thing about it as a praying mom and one who was who was just really involved and 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 just uh you know concerned I would always find out whenever something when something like that would happen or something that was uh that was really important that I needed to know. And so so somehow this note got into the hands of her teacher. And so she called me up to the school and showed me the note. And once I saw the note, I my heart began to beat and I began to think, "Oh my goodness, I cannot believe that she is facing this at this young age." So, so those type of things, I mean, anything that may be happening that we may not know about, it's it's good to, before we go outside of the home or before we start looking so broadly, that we begin to look around the home 
and see and then and have these chats with our children have these chats with our young children or our young adult children or our adult children it just doesn't matter their age but we identify that that they're going through something and they need hope so that's the first step the first step is to identify and then the second step is a very important step that i say is about 40% of the process is is you know out of 100 i would give this next step 40% and that is prepare yourself for the conversation you must be prepared because you can't give what you don't have so you have to have hope and and like we talked about the unconditional love, as I shared that clip uh, about my mother and and her unconditional love. So it's two things that you need to put on. You need to put on that unconditional love that says, I love you, I'm not judging you, you know, I'm here for you. And then the next thing is turn on your belief that things can get better. So you got to have faith. When you turn on your belief that things can get better, then you're preparing yourself no matter what the situation may be, no matter how bleak it may be, you're prepared because you have the light of hope and you know that no matter what is happening, things can get better. So that's the first two steps, and I'll give you one more, and then we'll bring others, uh, some of the Hope Squad members into the conversation. I see your hands raised there in queue, and like I said, anyone else that would like to uh, to join us, just, just you know, raise your hand uh, by pressing 1, and I'll bring you in on the conversation. And just so you'll know, uh, I only have room for 10 people in in the studio, so Sometimes people will say, "Well, I was I was on the call and I raised my hand, and uh, and I didn't, you know, and I wasn't brought in." Well, I believe that uh, you have to call in early so that you can get your seat, and then and then I'll be able to uh, to pull you in from there. So anyway, the third step is go to them, look them in the eyes, and say something like, "I care about you." and wanted to check in with you to see how things are going. So that third step is go. So we're talking ip glee woo. So you identify, prepare, then you must go. And I always say that that denotes action. So at some point you're going to have to have the conversation. You're going to have to go to them, or if they come to you, then you will need to go ahead and, and, and have a hope chat with them. So, and the thing about this is it's always good if you can do it in person. Now, I know it's not always possible, but that's the best way so that you can have that eye-to-eye contact. And and no matter what, you want to always start by letting them know that you're just checking in, that you care about them. People don't want to know how much you know until they know how much you care. So that's the other thing. Uh, that that's the step number three, and uh, as we're talking about children, remember the symbols we talked on uh, the other day, other week about the sounds of hope and some of the symbols and the sounds that that uh, that that bring us hope. And one of the ones that we mentioned is um, yes. What is that? 
Those babies. It's just something about those babies. And I have one now. Uh, not No, I have a grandson. <laughs> He's the youngest baby now in the family. And I tell you, they do bring hope. And I, I remember I posted a picture of me uh, looking at my grandson, uh, Brian Christopher uh, Jr., and I said how he brings me hope. And just to hear those, that, because he is cueing, he is doing those cooing sounds now. However, that was not him, you know, just full disclosure, that was just another another little baby. But nevertheless, they all just sound so sweet, and they and they bring such hope when we hear them. So on that note, I'm going to, uh, let's see here. Let me bring in Nettie. I think I see her. Yes. Hello, Nettie. Hi, Dr. Tompkins. How are you? I'm doing well. As I was playing that little, the sound of the baby in the background, I thought about you. That's why I say, well, let me just bring Nettie in because I know how how you feel about the little babies. And yeah. you have so many grandchildren. You have your quiver full. <laughs> Yes, I do. And that is definitely um, hope for me. And truly, um, I hope I was just, uh, Dr. Rosalind, my heart was touched when you were talking about the late, great Mother Louise, just a wonderful mother and and grandmother as well. But I was very touched um, when you played a little track with the children. And I, and I was trying to see, was that Maya? It touched my heart. <laughs> like sound like our children, <laughs> but I, I thank God for even mothers in crisis because I'm reminded of how that impacted my life so much. Just the concern mm-hmm. and and you coming and checking on me and and making sure I was okay and you know so this this is awesome tonight. All right, all right. So now, when we were thinking about these hope chats, let me ask you something. Can you think of a time when your mother, and and God bless her, may she rest in peace, uh, had a hope chat with you, um, and it and it helped you to to be able to have hope and continue on your journey? Yes, and I'm I'm going to go deep um, tonight and just be real. Um, when I had um, relapsed and I left Tallahassee, Florida, and I had to go to um, Washington to the drug rehab, and, and when I came back and I, I talked to my mother and I said, um, Mom, I'm feeling all kind of things, a lot of shame and, and hurt. I said, but, Mom, I, I know I want to go back to church and, 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 and hear my pastor and get the word and and be fed. And my mother said, that is wonderful. And she said, you know, how uh, Dr. Roslyn has always been here for this family. And even when I was gone away and even, you know, missing Janara's wedding and some other things, but um, try not to cry. But um, I, that was a hope chat for me. 
and I'm still mm-hmm. holding on to that, how my mother always encouraged me in my recovery walk of hope with Turning Point International Church and Mothers in Crisis. Yes, yes. And, you know, I remember you telling me about that conversation that you had with her where she told you, yes, you should go back. And uh, and that helped you to come back to yes. your roots and to continue on, like you said. And from that point, you were able to reconnect and you were able to remain uh, drug and alcohol free. So that was powerful. Thank you for sharing that that memory, that great memory uh, from your mom and that and that wonderful Hope Chat is so important as mothers that that we speak life and we speak words of encouragement and not negativity uh, to our children, no matter what their age, no matter what age they may be, no matter how they've messed up, uh, yeah. that we just continue to bring forth that encouragement. So thank you for sharing and um and I certainly I certainly am a living witness <laughs> of what of what you just of what you just said and uh and how your mother she didn't say much. She was very soft spoken and very quiet, but when she did speak, she spoke such words of, of encouragement and love and wisdom. So thank you so much for sharing tonight. And thank you so much and mother love you like a beautiful daughter, and she was so thankful for not only bringing me through, but all the women of lives that you touch. And I pray you have a wonderful Mother's Day, Dr. Tompkins. Okay, thank you. You too. Wow, that was that was wonderful. That was a wonderful uh, memory there, and uh, and I was thinking about. Uh, so many mothers, and, and as, as Nettie mentioned about the different mothers who've come through uh, Mothers in Crisis, and I had a chance to do a HOPE survey with uh, two of the young men, uh, Keith and Kevin. Uh, their mother, Phyllis McCaskill, came to Mothers in Crisis years ago, and uh, on our 25th anniversary she shared uh, a little bit of her story because we did videos with uh, 25 uh, of the participants from the past, 25 people who had been impacted by Mothers in Crisis, and she was one, and she was sharing how uh, Mothers in Crisis was such a blessing in her life. Well, uh, her sons at the time, they were young men. They were still in school, and and uh, they were getting ready uh, not too far to graduate, I believe, whenever I, whenever she came in. But nevertheless, I ran into Keith and Kevin on Saturday at, at the park when we were doing our HOPE surveys, and I want to share their HOPE survey now because, as, as, as Nettie was talking about, some of the mothers that have come through, the good thing about it is that not only did it impact the mothers but the children because as as the mothers received the hope then they were able to share them with their children and Keith and Kevin uh they're twins and they are a wonderful example of that so i want to share their uh hope survey and then we'll come back and hear from some more of the hope squad members i am standing here today with Kevin and Keith Yes. And they have agreed to participate in our Mothers in Crisis Survey on Hope. So I decided, since they're brothers and twins, I tell you, 
that we might as well do do it once, one survey, and just hear from both of them. So I guess the first question, just in your own words, what is hope? We'll start here. Um, I would say it's a attainable um, dream or attainable goal, something we can work towards. Okay. Okay. Anything to add to that? Yeah, I would just piggyback off that. I know that um, just having hope will give you the motivation to be successful in life and, and just that extra push. All right, all right. And what brings you hope or makes you hopeful? Um, having a good support staff, family, friends, um, that would make me, um, give me that extra um, boost. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And what about you? And I would say um, so things that make me hopeful is just being able to help others that, that you love around you. So that gives you hope. Okay, okay. And we'll start with you here and then we'll go this way. What zaps your hope or makes you feel hopeless? Um, I would say when you when you try so hard and you fail, but then but then you have to constantly get back up to uh, obtain your goal. So. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. And what about you? What zaps your hope? Um, I would guess I guess you could say roadblock and um, toxic people. Okay. All right. I understand that. And the last question is: Think about the last time that you felt hopeful. What did you experience? The last time I felt hopeful. It was a uh, very cherishable moment. It was when I obtained my football scholarship to, to my favorite university, and <laughs> and that just put a lot of hope in, in, in great spirit in my body. All right, all right. And what about you? Um, same for him, but also um, I would say recently um, seeing a, a wedding marriage. Uh huh. And, um, seeing that um, just uh, that newly bond and. Almost like kinship that they're going to experience. I would mm -hmm. say that was um, more recent. Mm -hmm. Gave you hope for your yes. your future. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. thank you guys yeah. so much. We certainly appreciate you. You no did problem. like, you know, so good to see you again. Anyway, and we have a, we have a few gifts for you before you go, and uh, may God bless you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Oh. I am standing here today with Kevin and Keith. Yes, yes, that was who that was. That was Kevin and Keith uh, McCaskill, and they were the sons. They are the sons of one of the mothers who came through uh, Mothers in Crisis many years ago and and uh, was uh, was able to receive so much hope and was able to uh, be helped within her with her life and recovery and the things that she was going through at the time and was able to pass that on to her sons and and uh, other son as well. And uh, I tell you, it's it's so wonderful, and that's what I talk about when I talk about this power, the the power of hope and, and how uh, we can have these effective hope chats uh, for mothers and others whenever we utilize these steps. So let me get a couple more in, and then I'm going to uh, bring another one of the Hope Squad members in. So we talked about identify someone who needs hope, prepare yourself for the conver conversation, go to them and look, in the, look them in the eyes and say something like, I care about you and wanted to check in with you to see how things are going. And then number four, as they share, listen to them 
with a hope face. Listen, and listening is so important. And I can't say it enough, parents, mothers, it's important to listen to your children because you can find out so much just by listening. And and the thing is, because oftentimes they don't, they don't do too much talking. They don't talk, and they won't tell you. But whenever they do, and whenever they do want to talk, and especially we're talking about as you have a hope chat, um, don't do all the talking. As I say, we have two ears and one mouth, so we are to listen twice as much as we speak. And on that note, I'm going to bring in my husband, Kwame. Hello, Kwame. Hello. Hi, dear. Good evening. How are you doing? Yes, yes. This this has been a uh, a very uh, informative show so far, wouldn't you say? Yes. I like the uh, the various, uh, you know, thoughts that have been expressed uh, from the various folks that have spoken so far. Yes, and and so what would you add to the conversation uh, concerning you know a hope chat that maybe uh, you had uh, with your mother or your mother had with you? Yes, I I think um, and it's 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 good that you asked the question that way because I believe it goes both ways, and um, mm-hmm. I think that it's important that we we do two things at least always when we execute the hip glee woo steps and those are listening and encouraging Mm -hmm. so that that i've learned to listen to my mother um and Mm -hmm. one of the important things of listening that uh, we have come to understand in our hope chat is to listen with a hope face and that hope face is not necessarily the physical face only, but the heart. Mm-hmm. 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 And I've learned to do that and to receive what she is saying in a, in, in, in a way that, that, that I know she's trying to tell me something that's deeper than just, you know, going in my ears and in my brain. Um, so that's what I've learned. And then on the encouraging side, to remind myself to let her know how much she Mm -hmm. means uh, to me and to us and specifically to myself that always say it Mm -hmm. don't don't you know don't brush it off as not important or you'll say it whenever say it right there and then and it makes a world of difference to her and also to me oh yes Oh, yes, and that's what you identified, number five, and that is after they are finished sharing, after you're listening and they're finished sharing, encourage with, I can understand why you might see things that way, then ask them deep down, what do you want most? And so that is also a part of that encouraging and that is something that I encourage you. And I remember uh, just years ago when I, uh, whenever we came together, and the Lord blessed us, and to be uh, to be married, and 
and uh, you were telling me about your mom. I got a chance to meet her eventually, and just encouraging you to love her and love on her while she's here because you still have a chance to spend time. And once she's gone, and that's one of the things that many of us are facing, and even as uh, as Mother's Day approaches, uh, whenever our mother our mothers have gone on to the other side of eternity. We really miss miss them, and and really, I mean, I would give anything to be able to have a hope chat with my mother. Just one more chat. So it's good to see that that's what what you are doing, and uh, and that you are receiving as well as as imparting with your mother. That's a beautiful thing to see. Thank you, and and I know that um, last thought that it it encourages her to the point that I know it helps her strengthen her day, brighten her day, and you know, if 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 anything, that's what hope should do. So thank you again, my dear, for your encouragement and support. Yes, and thank you, thank you, and, and I love you, and I certainly appreciate you, and I love all the hope chats that we have. <laughs> yes, thank you. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. So that's a, that's a, that's a wonderful wonderful perspective as we continue on. And now I'm just going to go ahead and bring in uh, Millie Poulos, uh and just bring you into the conversation. Hi, Millie. Are you there? Good morning. Oh, good morning. I must think I'm at the office. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Good evening, Dr. Tompkins. How are yes, you? Yes, yes. I'm doing well. So, how would you what What would you like to add to this conversation that we're that we're having here about these effective hope chats for mothers and others? Yes, I was reminded of a hope chat that my mom had with me. Um, I was in my addiction still. And um, I was. She had called me on the phone. She was living in New York at the time, and I was living here in Florida. And um, I, she's going, "How are you?" And I started crying, feeling mm-hmm. like a failure. And I was being real with her. She asked me, and I said, "You know, you know." And I wasn't, you know, I had been backsliding. I wasn't with the Lord. I was just in my addiction, full blown. Well, she said, you know, mm-hmm. Millie, I love you, and 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 Jesus loves you. If you were the only one, he would have still went on that cross for you. You can't clean yourself up, otherwise you'd be God. Because I was crying to her saying, no, I'm a failure. I'd have to clean myself up. She mm-hmm. said, you can't. Mm-hmm. And it empowered me and gave me hope that, wow, yeah. I, I didn't look at it that way. And I felt, and I think um, uh, at some time we moved, I, I believe I was in Miami, and at some point we moved here for hope to, to get out, off of drugs and alcohol. Mm, wow. Well, that's wonderful. And that's, that's something about these hope chats, which brings me to the next step, which is step number six. After listening to the answers, empower. So they empower. Hope chats empower. They're not just words. They're not just you know to make you feel good. But they they do empower. They in they infuse you with power. 
and 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 you might say something like, "I have an idea, may I share it with you?" So that's that getting that permission. And then number seven, which is last but certainly not least, you wrap up with, just know that I'm here for you. And I believe that things are going to get better because, remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. So thank you so much for sharing that with us tonight. And and I remember Mother Martha, and uh, and, and I know that, 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 that God did use her mightily, and uh, may she rest in peace as well. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Tompkins. Okay. Thank you. Wow. Which I tell you, this is wonderful. Just memory lane. Oh, what is that I hear? Oh, I hear a dog in the background. You know why? That is the sound of our animal of hope, <laughs> dogs, <laughs> our animal of hope, as we continue to talk about uh, effective hope chats for mothers and others. We are also uh, continuing to remember and identify our hope symbols, and uh, and so that, that sound of that dog, I tell you, it is it is something how this whole world there's so many ways that we can look around and that we can see and that we can receive hope from every you know just places you wouldn't even think of and uh and so that's a, that's our that's our animal of hope dog and can come to find out that I was just reading something the other day and I realized according to the Chinese calendar that this is the year of the dog <laughs> So, all right, so let me just quickly bring in, just for a little bit, um, Juanita, are you there? Yes, hello, Dr. Tompkins. Hello. So what do you have to add to the conversation? Well, I was thinking about my daughter during those episodes down through the years when she was in a state of depression due to her illness with sickle cell disease. And I always used to encourage her in love that what are you, what are you going to do, you know, with your life? What what would you like to do? And as time moves on, moving forward, now she's in school, taking her GED, have not been in the hospital for a whole year. And after she completes her GED, she would like to go to TCC to continue her education. And so... That is a result of the hope chats that you've been having with her as a young adult. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And that's what we must do. We must continue to spread that hope. We must continue to share with our children, no matter what their age may be, and no matter whether they are biological children or not those that God has given us care over, those that come into our lives for a reason that we're able to share hope with them, and then it turns things around. It makes it, 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 you know, it makes life worth living. So thank you so much for sharing of the testimony of Portia, your daughter, and I would like for her on one occasion that she can come on and just share a little bit with us uh, of some of the things that, that, that's happening in her life and, and, and how she 
is overcoming. So thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome, Dr. Tompkins. All right, so we have been talking tonight about effective hope chats for mothers and others. It's so important as we honor our mothers that we can honor them for the hope that they have given to us in so many ways that we've all needed it as children and as we were uh, going through various stages of our lives. And we can think about how in many instances our mother brought that hope to us and not only that we can take that now and begin to bring hope to other people if you'd like to find out more about what we're doing with the hope connection go to makeahopeconnection.com and consider becoming a citizen of hope and helping us to spread this hope all around the world because we all need hope And tune in next week to Think Hope Podcast. Until then, may God bless you richly. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope.